0: Oh, dude, I'm dying right now because it took everything in me not to like say something super snarky, and I was just gonna move on. I didn't. I did. I didn't have to say anything. To... I'm. I'm in physical pain. Like we. We have to move on because I'm gonna. Oh my God. I'm gonna freak out.
1: Um, all the all the people that are listening to the audio version of this, I'll, I just I'll say two words, and that is Twitch chat.
0: I mean, Hi guys.
1: Let's, this, is the, this is the podcast. Welcome. This is this is absolutely 110% the first the take first of take. the podcast episode, whatever the fuck. Uh I'm your host, um Miley Cyrus, and pop star. And I'm
0: Hannah Montana you know that isn't
1: gonna help the conspiracy <laughs> theories around like they're the same person well no we're not the same I'm I don't know why I went like full Trump there i we're, we're totally not we're the totally same not person. The th- we're completely different Hannah Montana is completely different than Miley Cyrus not even the same person I'm the most Hannah
0: this has gone so completely off the rails and I love it so <laughs> this, much. The,
1: this shitty podcast this is the worst intro we've ever done I'm gonna leave all three in because I've just
0: been recording
1: the whole time. <laughs> you couldn't possibly do that. They're gonna kick us off of iTunes yeah, or whatever.
0: They will. Oh, God. oh all right. Um, <clears throat> mm, what's up? How you doing?
1: Good. I'm just doing great. I'm just scared to look at chat because as soon as they say it's out of sync, then you're gonna start like side eyeing chat, and I'm just gonna yeah. Switch. We're just it doesn't fucking We're matter. Just gonna roll that. Case, I got
0: the recording and it's all good. You
1: know. Oh yeah, wait. Do you have the video too? Mm-hmm. Oh, on your end, yeah. then we're fine. Yeah, yeah. Who cares about the people watching live? <laughs> <Screw them. laughs> oh man, uh,
0: I don't. I can't remember. I mean, did you want? Do uh, you went shooting the other day, right? Or yeah, were we talking about that pre the first intro or post the first intro as part of the episode? I can't remember.
1: It was pre the first intro okay. and then between, but then post the first intro. <sighs> Understood. Yeah. Um, well, you went so shooting. Anyway. That's always fun. Right. Went to the shooting range, and then I have a bruise on my fucking chest because I was reloading the bullets in the magazine, and I didn't know where it was from, and then I'm old and out of shape. Um, what else? Uh, Is that a new Something about, something about Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I got an EOTech. Okay. Um, uh, so, yeah. No. So, the two things I got... When I went shooting, because uh, I took my little sister and my dad to the shooting range, and I've said that seventeen times already <laughs> today. <laughs> um, was I picked up some Walkers? Dude, uh, Razor. I have those pack of headphones. Yes, I have those
0: exact ones, and just in a different color.
1: Yep, they're uh, they're. I mean, they're they're not like the super uber duber fucking. Yeah, shoot, no, but they're. I, it's insane. I am, I am. So Super impressed, I guess, with, yeah. with what just conceptually what they do in real life and what they do in the game. Yeah. It's actually really they they did a good job. Yep. Um it's crazy. And I guess I always assume that they would have to like emulate what the headphones were doing, but really they just they're doing the same things because all the active headphones yeah. are is i mean it's effectively two things it's eq Mm -hmm. and compression yeah um so you know it'll either filter out or boost different parts of the frequency spectrum whether or not it's like so actually so when i first got them and i was driving to the range i like was driving down the highway opening up the package and put them on while i was driving and i could hear like really it was really annoying the like road noise and the wind it was just oh yeah you know like it was it was quite prominent um but then if I were to clap everything would go yep and it would totally get compressed down um and then having a conversation I found myself with my dad in the range like talking at a normal volume because it has a microphone yep and uh You know, obviously, the speaker's inside the headphone. So, when people are talking or when you're talking, you can just talk at a normal volume and you don't have to yell. But, you know, they're like, what? What? You know, like, what? And I'm like, oh, shit, I guess I got to, like, yell. Uh, So. They're they're
0: crazy, man. Like, how, yeah, exactly. That you can just, like, set it. And if you crank them up, you can just set it. You can just talk at a normal volume. You hear the other person. As soon as somebody shoots, it just just goes out. And, like, you can hear. I, I was putting them on. I was talking. And I, like. I was just talking about how crazy it is and I like turned the volume up and I could hear like 20 feet behind us the very specific sound of a tire rolling slowly on gravel. You know what I mean? And I was like, there's a car and like, I wouldn't have been able to hear that without them. But like, even at that, you could have just totally shot a gun and it would have protected me. Like it is, it really is crazy. That concept of like you being able to like elevate smaller noises and be completely hearing safe. It was crazy.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, that really is like compression in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, in, in, from from audio uh, audio processing standpoint, but the 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 coolest moment for me was, you know, in between shots and everything, when everything kind of dulled down, all of a sudden I'm like, it sounds like a fucking like babbling brook, like a creek. Yeah. Like a nice, and I'm like, it's so weird, and then like. Two seconds later, I look at the end of the range, and it actually has water. Like, the water is there, to, like, as a coolant and a lubricant on the, on the you know, the, the the trap on the other side. I'm like, holy shit. It sounded like one of those little, like, Zen garden fucking... Babbling brook. And I'm like... Like, that was something I looked directly at, and I don't think I ever noticed. It was only when I was looking the other way, and I heard him with my fucking active headphones. I was like, wow. yep, That's pretty nuts. So... I'm sure that you know there are aspects that you know aren't necessarily totally realistic. Yeah. Um, especially given that Tarkov it processes things differently, whereas it separates the tracks, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's like environmental noise and then there's like you know, ballistic noise and it processes environmental noise. Like it doesn't have to compress that. Mm-hmm. Um so I I would guess that if they ever had like really loud thunder, that it wouldn't be compressed. Oh yeah. It would have to like go and fix the contact yeah, code. Yeah, yeah. I'd be willing to bet you that they'd be like, oh shit, we need to, you know, add compression. Cause it's probably just EQ and the environmental noise and then EQ and compression on the uh on the other stuff because it, it definitely doesn't handle both things the same way. Yeah. That's super interesting. Um but yeah, so is that and then the other the other little bit I got was I picked up an Eotech. Um and for those of you watching, uh it's it's on my shoulder, okay. It's not pointed like at my head. Um, but yeah, so I got a, a, a Neotech, and uh, those things are so nice, dude. It's it's. Uh, I loved. I love that you you don't need to close your eyes. First of all, yeah. Um, but the biggest thing for me was um, was that. It, it behaves differently than it does in Tarkov. Oh, okay. And it's it's better. It's mm. better in real life. Um. The, w- the way it works in real life is almost like if you were to aim and you were to have the reticle on, you know, wherever you wanted to aim mm-hmm. and you move your head around, the reticle moves so that it's always on the same point in Tarkov oh. when you move your head the reticle like floats it like floats around interesting it doesn't have the same kind of parallax effect yeah. and that and i feel like that's a kind of a problem i guess like yeah yeah if you if like you're uh, side-strafing
0: uh, yeah, it's really hard in Tarkov to like keep your aim on point because it feels like it's like bouncing and moving and not necessarily yeah like a direct no matter how you look at it, you're going to be looking at the reticle where your gun's going to shoot. You know what I mean? In real life, right? Like, it's super interesting.
1: Hmm. Well, actually, now I'm curious because there's two different aspects. There's you moving the gun when you move, and then you moving the head as you move. Yeah. I would imagine that those would have different effects. Moving the gun, I would expect it to move, but, but that's not what you're—well, you know— now, now I'm not sure. Now I'm not sure. I mean,
0: it's it's complicated. I would have no idea how to replicate all that in a video game, man. That seems insane.
1: Oh, uh, well, actually, I, I stand corrected. Um, If I put it on the autograph signed, photo... Uh, well, I'm not going to say a name. That's not cool. If I move my head, it does look like... It does move. There is parallax. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to compare it to how it is in the game because because it is, it it is a little bit different. Um. But it was much, it was much easier. Yeah. To shoot, I guess. Uh, than I thought it was gonna be. Which I guess explains like if it was as shitty as I sort of expected, it wouldn't have been worth four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: Um. But yeah. So now I'm 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 looking into making some other mods to the gun uh yeah, i gotta get like, rid of that, that site post i want to get a front hand guard and yep. a new stock uh yeah so we'll see we'll see how that goes um so the only other thing that's noteworthy was i uh, i edited together a video i don't i'll have to send it to you i don't know or maybe i don't know if you saw it on my instagram mm-hmm. um but uh, i edited together a video because there was a period uh well there was a clip i had where i was shooting you know fairly rapid fire yeah um and all of the bullets the target you know the target was like one of those it looks like an 80s porn star holding (laughs) yeah yeah. like uh what looks like (laughs) princess leia from you know like the 80s yeah Uh, what's her name uh whatever carrie fisher Fisher. uh, hostage so the shots i shot like 10 rapid fire and it was like seven in his head there were like two or three along her hairline that would have hit his head. And probably they probably wouldn't have felt good for her, but I don't think they wouldn't, wouldn't have killed her and they probably would have hit him. And then there was like a couple that were like real wide, but I shot 10 shots like, like really fast. And I ended up having like a little timer on the bottom and calculated it out. And it was like eight, eight shots per second. And that was, and, and you know, it was maybe, I don't know, 15 feet, 20 feet, nothing, nothing super far. Um, and I've never claimed to be a marksman or anything, but the fact that I was able to pull the trigger ten times in a second—basically, yep. it was like it was like one point two seconds or something like that—and be able to hit within this area Yep, that far away, you know, it's a good feeling. But I—I I took the thing, I sent it to Nikita. Oh, and really? I was like I was like eight shots per second, by the way, or whatever, because he's like, no one does, you know. You know how much how fast would you shoot in real life or whatever i'm like i don't know like i only know how fast i click well i did it anyway and it was funny the like fucking bargaining that we went back and forth because uh i i it was like one point something seconds and i counted 10 shots so i was like 10 shots per second but then he was like he said something like uh oh oh okay yeah yeah so i said 10 shots per second And I said, I'm a mediocre shooter. And then he said, I'm going to need a video with a smiley face. (laughs) So then I fucking edited together the video. I put it on my Instagram. Um, And then because the frame rate of my camera was 24 frames per second, normally my footage is 60. I counted the number of frames as, you know, if there's like eight frames, you know, that's like a tenth of a second. Yeah. When it's 60 FPS, but 24 FPS, that's a third of a second. So it actually changed it to... You know he said he did a smiley face and he said more like seven and i was like 7.8 i rounded you know yeah. <laughs> it was just like it was so funny we're going back and forth but you know it just goes to show you that um i mean you can shoot that yeah. quickly and if i was in a, cl- a fairly close quarter scenario with somebody you know not within hostage yeah obviously but like not like you have hostages in tarkov if i'm in a hallway with someone i'm probably going to pull the trigger that quickly yeah like just straight panicking. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like, too, when you watch, like, Donut Operator, like, the cop videos oh, where there's, like yeah. shootings and stuff. And one of the most recent ones actually literally had a dude. There was, like, a, it was a car accident, and there was a guy in the car, like, the assailant, and then a cop was, like, behind the other car that it, like, T-boned. Um, and he, the cop, like, went up above and, like, popped a couple shots, and the dude just got out of the car with a Glock, literally ran at the guy. He was, like, maybe eight feet ran at the guy, went bang, 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 as the cop was just, like, kind of falling down. Bang, 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 jumps over him and goes, goes bang, 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 shoots down and j- literally jumps over him and is shooting down and then runs away. But then, I guess you f- you find out later on that he didn't get very far into the front yard of the yard he was in before he dropped dead because they fucking filled him full of lead. Jesus. Um, the, cop, I, the cop survived, but the other guy didn't. Um, but it was just, like, he, someone jumping over someone, shooting down, like... yeah. That's some shit that might happen, you know. Yep. Maybe not with like tactical soldiers, but like two human beings in a fight. Yeah. You know, all kinds of crazy stuff happens. Um that's crazy. So, that's so
0: funny that you sent it to him with the time with the time.
1: Oh, I spent my like god. two hours editing the- together just for the fight. He's like, I need a video. I'm like I, I got you, fam.
2: I got
0: you. Hold, oh, my, my-, hold my tarcola. Oh my god. <laughs> that's funny. Um, speaking of Nikita, were you able to catch any of the, uh, the podcast today?
1: Uh, I, I caught a little bit of it. I watched up until that little clip I showed you where Nikita did it, The perfect carbon impression. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I didn't really miss a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, like, I, I guess I didn't catch a whole lot is what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to like go through some of the stuff because it's good. I've been like reflecting on the podcast a lot like and, and I guess this will make more sense as I go. The first of all, I was really excited about the podcast because it was just like uh, it was it was kind of the perfect storm of people, in my opinion. Not not to say that any other podcast has been bad. It's just that you've got Pestily who uh, like, you know, wants to keep it. He understands and respects Nikita's time. He doesn't want to be sitting on one thing for too long. He's obviously very knowledgeable about the game. You've got nice guy who, in my opinion, is the de facto, like, encyclopedia about everything that's ever been said about Escape from Tarkov. Like, that's his niche. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Pestle knows everything about the game. and can kill you with every gun like nice guy knows like at, you know in 2017 in october in this podcast nikita said this it doesn't necessarily mean it's what's up to date now but at least that's the like he just has the info so he's not going to ask a question that's been asked because he knows what's been asked you've got axel who can speak perfect and fluent russian so throughout the whole podcast every time nikita got tripped up he would just say it and then axel would translate it was like this perfect little four square of dudes that all like represented a different thing so i was like this is awesome you know what i mean and uh I've been thinking about this a lot, man. Where it feels like, I left the I left the podcast like excited about the information that we had, but like feeling like a little bit like there wasn't any like magic. You know, we didn't learn anything new or crazy. And I was just thinking about it, and I was like, man, I feel like the 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 like the honeymoon phase of Tarkov is over. Like, you remember how like every podcast back in the day. Used to be like, it was crazy exciting. There there would always be like Nikki leaks. He would always have a folder. He was showing us new stuff. Like, and it was like, it was just like, oh my God, this game. It's so, I, I feel like, I feel like a lot of people have been poo pooing on a lot of the podcasts recently. And I feel like it's just, we need to like shift expectations. Like, Nikita and the team are very decidedly, and they've stated a lot of times that they're like, Trying to reach the finish line, right? So they're not going to come out and blow our minds with like, oh, and we're going to add freaking, you know, pickup trucks that you can drive from map to map. There, there isn't any of that left. Everything that's going to be in the game that they want to talk about, because he talked about wanting to there be surprises and stuff, they've talked about. I, I I think it's all on the table. They're not going to tell us anything more. So we do the podcast, and it's really just like, you know, do. What's the status of this? What's the status of that? What's the status of this? We get a few little nuggets about like, oh, we didn't know Lighthouse was going to be like that. And then the podcast is over. And I feel like so often that's not meeting people's expectations, but it is not at the fault of the like podcasters or Nikita. It's just like that honeymoon phase of every single bit of information we can get about Tarkov being new and exciting and mind-blowing is just over. And it's, and it's really just like, okay, what's the status of this stuff? This is the status of those things. Cool. We'll talk to you again in a few weeks. Like, you know what I mean? So I I, re- yeah. I just left feeling like a little, like I wanted some of magic. But then as I was thinking about it, I was like, there isn't anything left. Like they're just trying to close it up, man. You know what I mean? They're trying to close it up. And so I don't know. I just felt like that was a realization for me that, and that's okay. But it's just like, we shouldn't be expecting just like mind blowing stuff anymore, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the what what comes to mind is in response to what you're saying, because, I mean, obviously it, it makes total sense and I hadn't really thought about it like that, um, but we have to consider that what we have are, you know, if there's four people on the podcast with Nikita uh, included, then there's three people who... Really, only effectively know what everybody else knows collectively. Yeah, guiding the conversation, and then Nikita's mostly answering questions. Yeah, where I feel like it's that's where maybe some of the like, or at least maybe I, I can only speak for myself. I don't, you know, yeah, I don't, what the community feel, thinks thinks and feels. That's like, what does the American public feel about yeah. healthcare? Yeah, okay, how fucking long do you have? You know, yeah, for this conversation. Um, but like, it almost makes more sense that Nikita would be on with like a community manager, or oh, whatever, I- and they would, and he would say, "Here are the seven things that we've been working on that you guys need to know about. We, you, we know you're concerned about this, this, and this. Here's what you need to talk about. Um, you know, whatever, and let's break it down and have Nikita there to answer technical questions and concerns. But it should be battle state. One hundred percent. Driving, one hundred percent.
0: I I couldn't agree more. You know what I mean? Like I, I I I do I do. Yeah. I I guess I was looking through the lens of like what we normally have, and, and I was looking at it through the lens of like it was a it was a great podcast given the state that Tarkov is in. But if we take a higher and take a ten thousand foot view of it, I completely agree. Like I know that I I know that I. It's annoying to some people that I always like. I always use the most controversial game as my gold standard for development, and that is Star Citizen. But like every week they do a show. And there's like there's like inside Star Citizen and there's this and that. There's like four different shows they do. And it is there's never any streamers on. It is always led by them. It's like, hi, I'm Jared. Today we're talking to the art team and they're talking to us about this. And it's these ships that people have been wondering about and questions about. And here's where it is, and here's the thing. Bop bop bop. And then next week it's we're here, we're here with you know jared from the audio team and they're talking like boom and it's always led by them and i i agree that it's like i wish there was definitely a, a moment where that could have happened today because like pestily was like pest i mean the podcast started pestle was like okay you said you mentioned that you wanted to talk about the end game the prestige system and like uh, prolonging the early wipe like well what did you have in mind nikita And Nikita basically like flipped it and was like, yeah, let me know any of your questions. So I think Pesley was almost like, I think he thought that that was how it was going to be. Where like Nikita was like, wanted to kind of lead some discussion about some things. And, and I think that like, I think it was like Nikita more just thought that that was what the community wanted to hear about. So he was like, ask away, you know what I mean? And we can talk. And so, but I I I would love that. Yeah.
1: It's way easier to do that. For sure. Have to prepare something. I mean, honestly, that's like what, it's what I did today for this podcast was like, well, I didn't see the podcast. So Jesse's just going to talk and I'm going to respond like the balls in your court when it comes to that stuff. Right. So like Nikita does not have to do anything other than just be honest and talk about what people want to know about. Sure. You know, the alternative is I like, I know when I used to, uh, when I was in the software world, um, I could sit and we'd have meetings and I could talk about anything at any time, you know, that I was knowledgeable about in meetings or whatever. But as soon as they were like, okay. And also during the Friday demos with all of engineering, you're going to be, you know, uh, talking about this thing. And I'm like, well, there goes 10 hours. Po- bullet pointing out like a very yeah. science video, like exactly the, you know, uh, now that I realize it, maybe that's where a lot of my,
0: Oh, the, your like thesis around making videos formed was like,
1: Around making videos, presentations, public yeah. speaking. Well, not public speaking necessarily, but like formulating a and, coherent message and, and getting it out. communicating
0: that message, yeah.
1: Because um, I, I used to be the guy that would do demos. We'd have a team of 25 people, but I was always like the guy that was like. That's funny. Go up there and do the demo. And everybody always loved it. Even though like everybody, everybody in all of the, you know, the whole company, like they're all way smarter than me and better engineers than me but most of them like you know they're mustard all over their shirts and you know they haven't showered in a couple of days and Uh, uh, you know they are don't don't, maybe don't have the greatest (laughs) public speaking i mean that's obviously like a that's not fair but no i know know, there are there are engineers and then there are engineers i'm just a fake engineer meaning that i
0: i i totally know what you mean
1: public speaking skills but yeah no chops
0: anyways i i i get the sentiment of what you're trying to say which is that like just because we wish that that there was more BSG led communication doesn't mean that it's easy and it doesn't mean that it's like of course like Nikita would, would it's it's easier for him to say like hey and, and we should be appreciative that he does that he says hey I I'll take 2 hours out of my day at 9 p.m. in Russia you know what I mean 9 to 11 and jump on a call you know what I mean but you know just let me know so I get it obviously of course I'm not trying to feel entitled in a perfect world I would love communication led by them because um as somebody in chat stated earlier like it it oftentimes devolves like today was great because it didn't on the podcast but like i actually like one of my only messages i typed in chat today was like twitch chat is wild Kekw. w like i was just trying to be like you all suck like them because they're trying. it just it is the same question it's it's absolutely unreal so it just always devolves back to that as opposed to just like hey this is what we're talking about today but that being said, that was just my preface to the podcast of like uh, a realization that I had that and it wasn't not, not a bad or depressing and exciting realization, but just that that the magic of the Nikki leaks and all that stuff. It's like, man, we kind of understand what's coming and the, the big parts of it. And all we're really here to talk about is like, you know, a lot of the thesis behind why these changes are being made when they're happening, how they're being implemented and what's being currently tested. You know what I mean? So, um, But obviously, they, we, they talked a lot about uh, 12.12, and the patch, like, <clears throat> I, I know it's gotten a little confusing in the in the whole, like, 12.12 is going to have Lighthouse, and then at one point, he kind of alluded maybe splitting them, and then today, he seemed that it was like, the plan is still, this year, 12.12, Lighthouse, Inertia, VoIP, the new Weapon Malfunctions, new guns, and he, he alluded a lot throughout the podcast that there's quite a bit more that they haven't told us that they want to just leave in as a surprise. Um, oh, he talked about the ballistic rework too that's coming like he didn't give us any more information about it but the ballistic rework is coming in 1212 as well so that was actually kind of exciting because at at this point i was starting to bet in my head that some of those things were going to get cut you know what i mean it's like november mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so it's like we're at the point now where it's like in my head i was like all right they're like all right we're gonna you know void but a nurse we're gonna have to push like you know what i mean but he seemed to say that it's all still coming um it was I mean he in general he had, in my opinion he had a a tone of like really like excitement that like 12.12 is going to be really content heavy that you know throughout 2022 they're really pushing like finalizing a lot of the technical limitations and they're going to be able to push push stuff out um and that you know what I mean a lot of the stuff we've I talked at length about how a lot of this stuff is going to change the game fundamentally and inertia of a lot of that stuff so I don't know man it's interesting Um, he talked a lot about how they're in the end of year crunch time no weekends today was a holiday he said the whole art team was in there working on animations and stuff for like the boss and lighthouse and stuff Um, developers
1: i do not envy
0: yeah dude. um hey he said they have more features in 1212 they don't want to talk about um uh they're hoping like an expressed hope was that this patch would kind of fundamentally change the game like they're expecting that a lot of these things like we've talked about are going to change how the game is played. Um, they talked about and pestily talked a lot about this, about how like it'll be really interesting to see how the dailies and weeklies um, make the wipe feel like that's tr- that is truly like a feature. We've talked a lot about how in the past, like, like a wipe with a map and two new guns is a worthless wipe, like nothing changed. But like the dailies and the weeklies are actually going to pretty greatly affect how progression is and it gives more player choice like and Nikita talked about that. And he was like, if you don't want to do this, you know, Jaeger task because you just like absolutely hate it, but you want to get the Jaeger rep up enough to get level four. Well, now there's another way to do that. So there's going to be a lot more player choice. I don't even think we talked about it because it happened between the last podcast. But did you see that they had they added weekly weekly tasks?
1: Like, yeah, I did. It looked like they were basically conceptually identical to daily tasks. They're yeah. just you know, bigger rewards, longer term challenges, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I actually, saw on a completely related but short interjection after the podcast last week, remember how I was oh, like, oh, yeah. I played two raids and then I was done. Uh, I did one raid <laughs> and I don't remember what. I honestly don't even remember what happened. I think yeah. I just like disconnected. It was like something really just like annoying. Like, oh my god! And then the next raid, I rolled up into interchange and then like came up on Killa, and then shot him like fifty times. And he just you know power slid in and yeah. one tapped me in the chest with BS. And it was like, oh yeah, that's right. This is why I don't yep. want to play Tarkov right now. <laughs> it's and like just the, run right back to Magic. The daily
0: quests are cool, but this is this is why this is why yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think the weekly quests uh, are pretty sick. Yeah, conceptually, it's not that much of a departure, yeah, from the daily quests. But I like it. I'm all about options, man. I think it's cool because I have done done maybe 10% of my daily quests since they've come in because I don't want to accept ones I know I'm not going to do. And at this point, I just can't be bothered. Like early wipe when I'm seeking out that XP, great. But like this late, I just can't be bothered to go survive. Eight interchanges. If I was talking to Sealable and we wanted to play customs tonight, It's like, I'm not going to change the plan. You know, so I'm just not going to accept it. But like my weekly task was, you know, find a bunch of cigarettes and some Golden G phones for three hundred thousand experience and a million rubles. And it's like, oh, that's amazing. Like,
1: yeah, I, I think it's going to be. I'm. I'm not. I, I'm. In a nutshell, I don't give a fuck right now yeah. about it. But. I know that it's going to make when it wipes. Yeah, that much more exciting and there's just going to be more to do. It's not going to be yeah. You know, like when you, you know, when you replay Skyrim over again, you're like, oh, I got to go through the cutscenes with the fucking dragon yeah, in the beginning yeah, and all, yeah. Like I you just hate going through that all over again to where, you know, it's almost like level 40 is like where you finally yep. beat like the main, you know, quest line and have some decent gear, you yep. know, and you're like, "Now I can play the game." Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it will. And it'll be interesting to see that go through. And, um, and yeah, like you don't have to be doing some of those like more annoying quests if you don't want to. Um, Yeah. So he talked about how the second iteration of the quest generator is being worked on. So that was like, like a month, two months ago, they implemented a patch. And one of the patch notes was that like the quest generator, we were all like, Oh, I wonder what that is. Turns out that was for the daily weekly quests. Um, mm-hmm. And they're saying that they're like working on the second kind of, Iteration on that which is what i'm assuming is just going to make everything a little bit more dynamic a little bit more doable no 80 meter scav kills on factory and just like they you know make it better which is fine that's great um they had originally talked about doing monthly quests too but they talked about how like that's kind of ridiculous and that is what morphed into what will be the what they're calling global tasks and that could be um and they, 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 this was like in the theorycraft stage, but they talked about a lot of cool things where, um, you know, globally across the game, it's like, you know, can the USEX, use you know, first faction to kill 10,000 of the other faction and something happens? Or if you're, if, you know, the players can sink a billion rubles in this amount of time into this it'll trigger you know killer being on every map or something and just like they were just crafting a lot of stuff they could do where the 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 global missions are like community-wide thing that everybody is working towards something for some reward for everybody and i thought that was yeah because i think monthly tasks is ridiculous and that's a much cooler use of that time
1: (laughs) for sure yeah yeah um i don't see there being any value to monthly tasks um but uh but yeah no that seems super cool and i feel like conceptually it could be it could be like a lot of fun and, and add you know a, another layer i do have a i do have a uh, a prediction um that they are going to my, my prediction that i'll say here and now we'll, we'll see if i'm right or not but i bet you that at least initially they're gonna get the like the numbers wrong oh. by like order orders of magnitude like they're gonna be like a billion rubles and then like four people are gonna do it yeah like, you know, I mean, how many streamers have, you know, fucking like Hyperrad is like what 300, 400 million or uh, whatever, yeah. like a couple months ago when I was looking at like. You know, I, I have a feeling like they're not going to get it. Yeah, right. It'll be hard to get,
0: but it, yeah, but I, I wouldn't know how to get it right either. I wouldn't know how to anything for like a kill count or a ruble count. But
1: I, well, I, mean, I agree. They have all, the thing is, they have all the information
0: yeah I guess that's true the analytics and stuff. so
1: they should be able to figure out like you know whatever the median is multiplied by whatever like you know if if it were me like uh, to spend a billion rubles on on something you know that sounds like a massive amount but yeah if we're talking globally it's not that much at all I mean no it's just what, what what is that a thousand million yes yeah, that's a thousand people would dump a million, a million in yeah. one day. Yeah. In one day, you would get that, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, is it going to have to be a trillion? You know, that's a thousand billion. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean.
1: 500 billion? Like, what are the numbers? They're going to have to really figure it out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be interesting uh because now at this point it's like when you have 300 million rubles the, there's no fucking point to having all that money yeah. really. So if you're going to dump it there, first of all I feel like you would need I I almost feel like they're going to need some sort of incentive like an individual incentive. Like if you if you can contribute yeah. 100 million to the pot You'll get like an armband, like a golden yeah. armband or something. Because so, just to identify that, like, you know, you're the, you know, the top three charity donors get a free thing, yeah. that kind of
0: thing. You know, hundred percent. I think something like that. Yeah. The top three, the top five contributors get something or a care package from Prapper or something. Because, because yeah, well then yeah, if nobody else is doing it or if anybody else is only giving fifty thousand
1: rubles and then some dude comes in with five hundred million, you know what I mean? Because once you dump that. If there's not like a leaderboard, or that like you, you don't get any credit for it. If you're not a content creator, you literally, what are you going to do? Go to Reddit and be like, I ah, was the guy Then and yeah. people are going to say, prove it. You know, like yeah. There's just I don't know. I feel like there's they, they should keep that in mind for sure. Um, because very rarely do people do things selflessly. I mean, yeah. Um,
0: speaking of quests and stuff like that, he talked about for a very little bit because a nice guy asked him like how the, the storyline quests will kind of completely overhaul questing in general. Like how the dailies, how we get them, how we get the side quests and what order we get the, the side, like the end by side quests. I mean, the quests we have now, like he was saying that like that is going to kind of be like a big linchpin that basically just changes the way that we get with quests, which we've kind of known for a while. He said this. So... I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not there, so I'm not breaking any NDA, but he said that they're like really close to be testing VoIP on the ETS servers. Yeah.
1: I was mm. like, I wrote that down in
0: all caps in my notes, bro. I was like, VoIP on ETS soon, soon. <laughs> because I don't know if you have been messing around with that at all, but they have been testing some other features that we have been excited about as well. Um, they're doing on ETS. Yes, like they're using it, and they're using oh. it. They're they're using it well. They're doing a very good job at not being like BSG, being over public, like tweeting, like go check ETS for Voip, and somehow, some way, the community is keeping a tight lid on it.
1: I actually, I mean, I'm in the fucking ETS like program, and I don't yeah. even know where. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm like a bad member, but it's yeah. like, I I've never known. I'm not going to go and play it because I don't know that there's any reason to play it. Yeah, but huh. you should check it out. If if we're both in the thing, can you tell me? You must be able to tell me. I feel I like, mean, yeah. yeah, you can't just make it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, just you tell me where to look. All right. <laughs> and I'll...
0: Um, but VoIP on ETS soon and explicitly VoIP is still playing for twelve twelve, and Maybe not explicitly, but very much so insinuated that twelve twelve is still the premier thing that's gonna be happening this year. Like
1: so now remind me again. has they have they said anything? I mean, because everybody's gonna start asking me and I've just been like toning it out. Have they said anything about a wipe?
0: Uh Nick, I mean uh Pesley just straight up was like, so like twelve twelve is gonna wipe, right? You know what I mean? And he was like I mean I don't know like he said he didn't know but I am I would bet I would bet that it will wipe and it's, it's well been
1: 129 out. days since last word. Oh shit yep. I just realized that battle buddy has 600,000 installs
0: jesus
1: 600,409 battle buddies have joined the fight oh
0: my god
1: god and I don't monetize it I'm, am I the biggest idiot I am I think I probably am <sighs> <laughs>
0: I, I bet like at least you know ten thousand of those are from I I use your I use your app all the time in my
1: YouTube videos all the time, that's great. Well, I'll give you a portion of my profits.
0: Yeah. How many days? You said one hundred eleven days since the one twenty nine. I days? already I already forget. Yeah, this so we're definitely not like. Where we've definitely departed from, like, oh, it's been six months, we should wipe. Like, I think two wipes ago, it was almost nine months was the wipe. And then the last wipe happened, like, right at the six month mark. Like, I think we're pretty deep into it, but, um, but I have a hard time thinking it won't, which makes me really happy and really sad at the same time. But when you think about, like, um, like a few of the features don't require a wipe like inertia. You wouldn't need a wipe for that. If anything, I would think it would be interesting to see how inertia affects level one character, a level 20 character, like, you know, level one strength and level 50 strength. Like, you know what I mean? How much does that change? Because I'm assuming inertia is based on weight and the strength skill dramatically changes how much weight you have on you. You know what I mean? So that would just be interesting. Um, And then like VoIP, VoIP doesn't explicitly need a wipe either. But I think when you stack up all the things, a new map, new guns, new jams, new mechanics, VoIP, inertia, new quests. Just
1: like skill progression, quest progression. Like that's enough to like want to just like start everybody from scratch. Yeah,
0: on top of the addition of daily quests and weekly quests, which will fundamentally change how somebody gets one to 40. I just For have sure. a hard time thinking that at this point they're going every single one of these features in a vacuum is not enough to wipe. We can test this feature without a wipe. But with all of these features being dropped at once, like let like let's just reset it and see
1: see you know how it goes. I think I think there's here's the thing. There's so much to learn that they need to learn about progression. And, like, time and XP and all of those things, they're always tweaking these knobs, but it's always, like, in the middle of wipes, and it's always... um, So, ignoring all of the reeing that casuals are gonna... You know, or not even just casuals, just, like, anybody who's upset because they think it's, like, unfair or whatever, ignoring all of that stuff, it really is, like... If they want to test progression from, you know, start to finish... As soon as, like, a critical mass of, like, 5%, 10% of people, like, get there, at that point, it's like, we've collected the information we need. Let's iterate and start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, it, you know, if you want to know how, if you have a million people all in a race, and you want to know how all these different people are going to perform in a race, yeah, you're you you don't have a bunch of people all start. And then when you get a bunch of other people, you just say, oh, okay, we started the race seven years ago. Yeah, You just start now. You no, know, you start everybody at the fucking starting line. Yeah. You know, because then that's the only way you can measure if the track and the yeah. number of people on the track and if it makes sense and if the, it's scaled correctly. And so, like, I, I'm all for And I know people are like, well, then I'll just play three days a week and then it'll wipe and I'll have to start over. Well, if that's the case, then you didn't make any fucking progression anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah,
0: like, yeah. 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 I don't know. Like I mean, there's definitely like I I, de- I know what you mean. And I would almost prefer if you like I would almost prefer expectation being set. You know what I mean? If it was just like we we wipe on, you know, every three months. The first of you know what I mean? It's just like boom. And and that way, if you are frustrated at that and you don't play enough to make any progression, you'll just not play, which is you know what I mean go to play another game, or you play with the understanding and expectation that it's gonna wipe and I'm gonna see how far I can get. I mean, I'm not saying I necessarily want that because as somebody that plays a lot, a lot, I'm really tired of doing those same quests over and over again and I, like, don't want to do them. But I, but the expectation being set would just be so nice. From, the
1: engineer, from an engineering and testing standpoint, yeah. it would be optimal yeah. if by the time 17 people got to level 40 and you were like, how many hours did it take? What was the average whatever? You know, because it yeah. doesn't matter if you play 100 hours a week versus one hour a week you can still extrapolate that it would just take that person a hundred times longer, but how many raids yeah. did they do? How many quests did they do? Because that's all still relevant and it scales. And if they need to tweak something, fucking tweak it. And, and then, you know, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe not star fresh. I don't know. I mean, I did, there's an argument that can be made both ways, but for sure, I feel like, I feel like, you know, we need to stop thinking about not stop thinking about, we need to remind people that the reason like the, the closer we get to completion, the closer th- all of the really high level big things that involve a lot of moving parts and tweaking knobs. Yeah. How how much they're going to have to tweak something and then start over and tweak something. It's like, yeah, think about it. It's, it's metaphor time. It's like a, oh my God, not shit, not the shit. Tarkov game again. is like a cake. You know what I mean? Oh my God, no! But I mean, it's it's think about it like a recipe. Yeah. Where you're making something, and as you adding ingredients, you're tasting it, and at some point you might realize either this is good, and I want to re- replicate this, or we need to make changes. But you're not gonna make you're just gonna dump it out and yeah. start fresh because like, oh, I put too much fucking paprika in. Yeah. Now it's just ruined, right? Like. Yeah. You know, so start over. Um, they, you kind of have to think about it like that, and they're trying to refine their recipe um and they're operating blind right yeah so
0: no i I, I get it I, I i i totally get it i think once again i think that could also come down to like not, not come down once again i think the communication from battle State could be a little bit clearer around wipe time you know what i mean when they're like i, I feel like it would just i don't know there's no way you uh make everybody happy but i'm just you've heard you've heard me say it a million times i'm just the biggest fan of like setting better expectations right you know what i mean like if they release patch notes and at the top of the patch notes it says there's going to be a wipe multiple features in the wipe including this this and this uh um mean that we want to wipe because we are looking at these things during this wipe we'll be looking at how quickly progression happens this that and the other and that information will determine when the next wipe is if that's at the top like at you know, the it's top, the, here's the thing the it's patch, not change it's anything specific it's, to the features in this patch i feel like that would be dope
1: yeah i mean here's the thing the people that are going to be butthurt when people like when the streamers are like all right it wipes and here are all the changes and they're mad about the changes those are the people that are going to be butthurt when they say okay let's set expectations this is what we're doing they're just going to be butthurt earlier with yeah. the expectation setting right yes. it's, it's so like, yes. it's 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 when do you make which people upset yeah i guess do you make a group a upset early or group b upset later or vice versa
0: so i don't know i don't know either way they haven't said explicitly that it will or won't i'm imagining it will in my head it makes sense that it will i just so selfishly hate wiping when we get a new map that makes me so mad It makes me so sad. I want to progress. I want to do the things. I don't want to be going to customs finding shotguns when Lighthouse is out. And I hate that, dude. I hate it so much. And this is selfish. This is like Jesse Kazam rant. But like... Well, that's actually interesting. The first 11 quests are like... The first 40 quests are Customs, Woods, Shoreline, Customs, Woods, Shoreline, Customs, Woods, Shoreline. You have to do stuff there. And I don't want to go play Lighthouse for a month with all of my crappy gear, fall behind, and then have to go back and do the quests. But now I'm going to be doing the quest. All I'm going to be thinking about is wanting to play Lighthouse. And I hate that so the much. Thing.
1: I mean, that's actually like something really interesting that I think we can take something from. Like, w- there's no reason why it should be like that and it's the reason why customs is fucking insane for the first yes. couple of weeks and then all of a sudden it's dead and shoreline is popping off and everybody Every it's time. so weird how it, whenever i played shoreline everybody's all rocking blue helmets yes, and yeah. pressed ADRs or m4s <laughs> yeah. or whatever and it's like it's no coincidence that just like everybody's on the same wave the same trends you know over and over and over again so but imagine if like and, and maybe you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that there's a bunch of overlapping in this Venn diagram around like the quest changes and monthly quests and weekly quests and yeah, you know whatever whatever they're doing. But there's just no reason why it needs to be like that. Like it sh- you should be able to say I want to take this quest and this quest, and it should the quest should either allow you to go anywhere, yeah, or in any given week of playing should have you going all over the place. Yeah, you know, it, there's no reason why the first ten quests all need to be on customs. Um yeah. the only the only reason why you'd want that well here's the thing all of the early quests almost all of them are the oldest quests yes uh, and they're all on the maps that existed back when they were made in yes. the beginning when there was two maps and then, and then you know
0: as the game was developing and as a new map would come out they would put new quests at the at what was at that point the end of the quest chain to go to the, those maps and it's like go to all these maps but now lighthouse is the last map and we'll have white, which it means it's going to take me a month to get a lighthouse quest. But all I want to do is play lighthouse, but I don't want to fall behind.
1: Dude, think about it. What are the uh, other than woods being the outlier? But actually, there weren't many quests on woods ever to begin with no. until the expansion. So now think about it. What's the order that you do the quests in? Customs? Yeah. Shoreline? Yep. Because that was the first big. Ma- I mean, there's like nothing really. Yeah. There's not a whole lot on factory, but like, yeah, and not a whole lot on woods yet. But it was customs? Shoreline and then interchange. interchange, yep, and then woods, yep, reserve, and then reserve. It, it's just, it's literally, I mean, of course, there's like some sprinkling of in course, between yeah. there, but but really, it's just a vestige of how they implemented it. And there's no reason why the only reason why it's like that is because it was always like that, and that's the way it was yeah. when they did it. Not it, that's more of like a bottom up versus a top down yeah. approach, um,
0: yeah. I mean, I would love it. I'd freaking love it if like the, you know what I mean? The day, day one of the wipe, freaking ragman gives me some lighthouse missions, bro. Like, let's go do it. I think the problem with that is like the the like kind of, you know, circle is we go back to like, I mean, it would kind of be cool. But the problem with that is like, if it's your first quest, some of the quests are like, go find the document. You know what I mean? And it's like, we all know where it is because we have the wiki. And if that was your first quest, and you didn't have any other quests, you'd be on Lighthouse just running around looking for the document. You know what I mean? And you can't unlock the next quest until you do that quest. So it's.
1: But yeah, what does that? But what does that tell you? That that's a shitty fucking
0: quest. Oh, uh, I'm dude. I'm with you for sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just I. It feels like they're going to. It feels like they're gonna wipe, most likely. And if I'm honest with myself, that makes sense. I just have a very personal, like I wish that I wish that they would do wipes, and then you know what I mean. The four to five month later, you know, or maybe the three month later patch is the map, and then a wipe. You know what I mean?
1: Like I just, I feel like that would be the like I would, because I don't really care about questing all over again. I mean, everybody's different, but like if I were to get back into Tarkov, I would want to go into into uh you know what the hell is the new map Lighthouse so like streets, streets or oh. light, no sorry lighthouse and like well i guess streets or lighthouse yeah um and like i want to walk around and search every box and go for to sure. every room and look through every but there's no why would i do that if i have an hk and a, a fort armor and a fast empty i'm gonna be looking for combat so it's like i guess i i like that way more when all i have is a pilgrim sorry not a pilgrim a fucking scav backpack yeah and like an sks and I'm like looking for cigarettes again and whatever. Like I'm, I want to explore, and the best way to explore is to, to walk around and loot stuff. Yeah, so, you're not wrong. You're
0: I feel like wrong. that
1: would be the the. the you it's know, a the totally... best way to experience it. Maybe not to progress as fast yeah. as possible, but
0: it's a it's totally a subjective thing, which is why I was just saying that's like my opinion. It's just Jesse Kazam rants because I would play it so much slower. Like right now. Like if they drop Lighthouse right now, I'd play it infinitely slower and more. But early wipe, I feel I get the the anxiety. The like I don't wanna
1: it's not that That's I'm That's a fo- content creator anxiety though. Yeah, right? That's for not sure. like the player anxiety.
0: Well, I mean, and a little bit of both. I just like I just don't like I don't like feeling I'm not like I'm not accomplishing the goal. You know what I mean? Like I like I I, I this wipe, even though Kappa was at seventy two, I quested until I got the collector. And then I was like, ah, oh, okay. Like I just feel like If there's a goal, I need to be doing it. And I feel stressed when I'm not doing it. So I would play like what's most likely going to happen, unless I like really will myself to do it, is they'll release 12.12 with Lighthouse and a Wipe. I'll do like an offline Lighthouse or two to just like go see the map, walk around with the AI off and just like explore. And then I'll just start on customs and I'll start my thing. You know what I mean? And once again, subjective here. You know what I mean? Very. Very much so, Jesse. Because as much as I don't want to be doing the quests at the same time, I want the stuff that it unlocks, right? Like, I want to use my MP5 SD, which you have to unlock through a peacekeeper quest. If you want 762 BP, you have to unlock that through a quest. If you want Jaeger, you have to quest even just to unlock Jaeger. You know what I mean? I want the traders leveled up, so I'm gonna quest. I don't want to quest, but I'm gonna because I want those things, you know what I mean? So, yep, anyways. Uh, what were we even talking about? Oh, yeah, VoIP. So VoIP on ETS tune. Uh, the Unity... He. Oh, yeah, once again, he said this, so if it's breaking NDA, he said it. He said Unity 2019 is currently being tested on the ETS. I didn't know that, but that's what he said, though. Um, uh, I'm
1: going to have to install the ETS again?
0: <laughs> um, he said that the uh, the Lighthouse... Uh, he said, he said this was really cool. He was saying that he was really excited that the lighthouse has a lot of brand new and specific assets built for lighthouse. Like, you know, not just a completely like we're taking these assets from customs and reserve and this and that, but that like the art team had been like working on some really specific assets. And he said that it looks really good. Um, um, Bum, ba, ba. Oh, uh, he talked a little bit about how Lighthouse will be um, broken up. He said Lighthouse is going to be released in two segments, like most of the maps have. You know what I mean? Like iterated on. And the the, the first pass at Lighthouse will be the entire map except the lighthouse. <laughs> like the like where the actual lighthouse is. Bait and switch. Yeah, won't be explorable, but the rest of the map will be explorable. And that there won't be any bosses yet. And then we also knew that there was going to be our first in raid trader on Lighthouse. He will not be in the first iteration either. And that the second iteration will open up the Lighthouse. Uh, he said that there are a total of four scav bosses on Lighthouse, they will be in and the second trader. Uh, Or sorry, the in raid trader, and apparently the sniper boss that we've known about for a long time is like his job is to protect the trader, and that we will need something, some sort of like card, like a lab access card, but like for lighthouse or some some sort of pass, basically to gain access to him to like call off the sniper guy so that you can get into the lighthouse so that you can go talk to this trader so it won't be like a trader that you can just like run up to uh every time you know what i mean you can't you just can't just like run up to him it's almost like a lab style event where you have to like get a thing this a thing and What's
1: then the fucking ui look like bro come back it's, it's probably just gonna be a box that you loot but when you take yeah. the thing it just it, you just trade rubles yeah
0: i don't know but i'm just i would imagine that's why that's not coming in the first <laughs>
1: iteration of like You're probably uh, like oh shit we gotta figure out we how gotta how make to a ui
0: <laughs> they got the dude all modeled and then you know they have the build and you you run up to them and it's like well what do i do now and it's like oh we forgot you're just
1: you're just in the stash UI standing there out in the open yeah. with no cover like yeah
0: so four bosses an in raid trader but that's not coming in the first thing um i mean but that's exciting the uh, any new map is gonna be cool uh armor the armored train extract will be on lighthouse as well uh, and, and eventually what they'll want to do is like put like guns, mounted guns on the train. So you can like shoot at people as you're leaving. He said, I don't know. That was cool. Um, but, but uh, we get, we get, we get into kind of some random stuff. Um, uh, people were asking about the game and how much it's changed. And he was saying that, like, he was saying that the other day he found the original design document that was like written by the team in like 2016 or whatever. And he said it's like 98. He's like, he said he read through it. And it was like 98% done. He's like almost every single thing on the original divine document that we wanted to put in is in. But the game has changed so much. Like it's evolved so much through community feedback, the popularity of the game, the vision, and the budget increasing. So he was
1: saying that to Dude, say. He needs to, is it on paper or is it like a Google Doc? I was, he needs to print that out, sign it, and like he'd probably sell it for a half a million dollars. Yeah. Like raise it for charity or something.
0: Dude. Uh, but he was saying that, like he, the point he was making was that, like, uh, people say that, like, the vision is like that, like, people saying that it's like feature creep, and they they haven't done anything that they originally set out to do. And he was saying it's the opposite. All these features that you think that you are missing are features we've added along the way, and what we really originally set out to do, we've basically done. That doesn't mean yeah. the game is done, but it just means it's it's kind of the opposite.
1: Um, somebody I mean, asked, when I first started playing Tarkov and you know, in 2018, 2017, whatever, um, none of this stuff was on the radar. It was like, they're going to add more maps, more guns, and they're going to, like, do breach and clear, and then the game is done. (laughs) Like, you had quests, you had a few menu options that were, like, blurred out, but all it was was going into the maps, doing quests, and, like, raiding and killing and looting. Mm -hmm. I was never like, when's VoIP? When am I going to get a compass? When am I going to get, you know, in, in the flea market? Like, none of that... Yep, That's not why any of us started playing. Any of us, yeah.
0: Yep. Um, somebody randomly History asked him about the... Yeah, dude, the third episode was great, by the way. I'm so excited for the fourth episode, because I think that's when you're going to start, like when I was playing. I'm super mm-hmm. excited. Um, the I Stabbed Him clip is so good.
1: It's the, be- it's it's the, the, best, the best clip in all, in all of Tarkov yeah. ever. It's
0: the goat. It's the goat. I Stabbed Him. Um this was like super random and in my opinion dumb uh he was asked so they were talking about the kill cam you know what i mean being able to like watch how you died back and he made this like re- nobody talked about it we didn't go any deeper than this it was like the super passive thing and he was like he was like yeah we we want it all centered around like Realistic in-game mechanics. The kill cam will be something you have to purchase and attach to your helmet, and then and then watch the footage back in your hideout. And I was like, I was like, what? I was like, okay, so if I have replay buffer in OBS, it's gonna be the the kill cam. Like, I don't
1: know. What? I didn't. Nobody asked about it, man. I couldn't. I we they talk about immersion. Immersion breaking. That's like. Oh um hello ma'am your husband was killed in in fucking action he had a GoPro you want the fucking footage of him his I mean, last moments I mean I don't want to come
0: down on it too hard I think that I think it is really cool as a concept to keep it all like down to earth and in raid and stuff like that but but I think that I think what I think is funny is that that's just a departure from what the people want when they ask for a kill cam that is like i want to know where that mofo was who sniped me not just you know basically a freeze frame of my last image i saw like the whole point is i couldn't see him right like i, I
1: if i here's you know what i, I mean? i'm 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 skeptical and cynical at the same time where i think that 80 percent of the time people are just like that motherfucker was cheating, and I need to see – I want to see him yeah, yeah, yeah. flick on me, fly through the air, and shoot through 19 walls, and I want proof of it. You know, like I think that that's why a lot of people want – because, like, you know – and again, I'm just being cynical. There are – and I kind of have to roll my eyes. There are a lot of people that are like, well, I just want to know where I get shot from so that I can learn, yeah. and it's like – I feel like some people are just lying to themselves about that. yeah. Some people actually believe it, but then think about it. Oh, the guy was over by that tree. Yeah. There's nothing actionable there. Oh yeah. Oh, there's 19 things in cover, and I got shot from one of them. Where am I? What am I gonna learn the next time I go and run from one building to another building? Make sure I check tree number seven. Yeah. Like there's, it's very rarely. I get it. Un- unless you see that you get killed from the same place every time, but again, that's only useful assuming that. I, mean, I, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't I don't care if there is a kill cam in the game or not. I just found it funny that it was another one of the things where the community's like, this would be cool. And then they were like, Well, if how could we make that in Tarkov? What if we did this? And everybody's like, That is literally not in any way what we asked for. You know what I mean? So I just thought I really just thought it was funny. I, I don't I have no skin in the kill cam game. I don't care. I use replay buffer. I tell people to use replay buffer. It doesn't use any money, much like resources on your computer. You get to watch it back a lot of times. To see, oh, he was up there. I didn't see. Um, I just thought you know what would actually be.
1: There's there's a couple different versions that they could do of this that I think would fix a lot of the issues that people have because whenever someone brings up kill cam, they all instantly everybody says no you can't have a kill cam because call of duty it's like yeah i just feel like i'm watching like charizard's the best pokemon no blast is the best pokemon yeah. like it's just like kids you know let's have a real conversation the second thing that people say is well then it's just going to provide an advantage for squads because then you're going to be able to say the guy was here and whatever and it's you know almost like the equivalent of like stream sniping from the yeah and it's like Situationally, that will be the case, but honestly, I don't think that would be a huge problem because honestly, when your boy dies, chances are at that point you pretty much vast majority of the time know where the threat's coming from, unless it was like a six hundred meter shot with a silent sniper. Yeah, you know, like
0: I will say, as somebody who plays Woods a lot, that would be a huge advantage on Woods.
1: Okay, so but but even so, again, that just it just assumes that yeah that when people ask for kill cam. It's like the people that say, well, oh, you could just use it. They just assume that like, well, yeah, but you're not like obviously a game like Tarkov. It's not going to be accessible. Yeah. As like an instant replay right after you die before the screen fades to black, like Call of Duty. Right. Yeah. Like, like it should just be taken as a given that we've all considered and talked about it, that like it, it would have to be for informational purposes after the fact. Maybe when the raid is over or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. Let's just throw all that bullshit out the window because it's just pointless. Um, it really comes down to whether or not you like how do you get that information does it make sense in the lore of the game is it actually useful is it, is useful? it actually yeah. interesting and is uh, you have to ask do you think that you could tell if someone was cheating when looking at it yeah and i think a lot of people i think it's like here's the deal the things that anti-cheat would catch the blatant shit That's obvious. You don't need a kill cam for the anti-cheat is already, like, it already has the ability to detect shooting through walls, instant flicking to whatever. Like, if it's obvious in a kill cam, like, truly obvious, not obvious to you, but truly obvious, then the inf like, the anti-cheat should have enough information to, like, reconcile that. Otherwise... I don't trust the average person to look at at gameplay and to say that was sus or that was definitely a cheater.
0: That's what I was going to say that I completely agree. I saw this funny Warzone clip. I saw a super funny Warzone clip of this guy trying to snipe at somebody and he was like so bad. He like sniped and it went like way high over the guy and then he tried to snipe again and it didn't even come close. And then his like Fifth attempt, the guy he was he was so bad that the guy he was sniping at didn't even realize he was getting shot at. And on his sixth attempt, he one tapped the dude. And Call of Duty has the like two seconds of VoIP after, no matter how far away. And he was like, Cheater. And the guy laughed so hard because he was so bad and he but he got the shot and the guy was like, You're cheating. And, like, it made me think of that. It's like, dude, if we get a kill cam, it's like if Timmy in the bush just panic sprays and gets the head tap, that's going to look like he was cheating. You know what I mean? Like, and and vice versa. There's going to be times where just, like, a lot of people are cheating that don't look like they're cheating because maybe they don't have... You know, they don't have aimbot, but they have walls. And so, like, if you're out in the open and you get shot, you might be GG's to a guy who was cheating. Like, it just... I I don't think that's the de facto, it'll fix cheating, you know what I mean? Or, and let us know who's cheating. Like, it... it, I don't... It's
1: All it's going to do is lead to a bunch more false reports, in my opinion. And... So, like, let's say the blatant person gets a bunch of reports. I mean, it's still... Someone's going to have to, like manually look over it anyway so then like what's the point of seeing the kill cam if it's obvious for you then then why not implement a back-end kill cam just for battle state not you know what i mean but but all of that was a large preface for imagine if when you died it just showed you on a on a 2d map like the maps that they give you oh yeah like an x with like a line and an x
0: that'd be sick
1: that would tell you where you got shot from yeah and it wouldn't be so like Even if you got it instantly, even then it would be like, oh, the guy was in dorms. That's all you get. Like, you don't get what floor he's on. You know what I mean? Um, Now, you could even extrapolate. you could build off of that a little bit more. And maybe it was like, it showed you like the little red dot. But again, that would require that they like record the positions and stuff. And I don't know how much of that they do. But I mean, it's like, it's so simple. When someone dies, all they need to do is say, here's XYZ of person A, XYZ of victim and then just yeah. draw a fucking vector between the two of them and show you, because then imagine you're, you look at it and you see there's a line from one corner of interchange through 18 walls of the building yeah. to, through, and then that's like, okay, well, yeah. that right there is far more telling, yeah. you know, and, and then if you were to see a clip of it, what is, it again, it it's just gonna. You're just gonna hit report in all cases, whether there's a kill cam or not. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't add anything other than it, like, like it's you know closure. I guess you can say, but I, I guess I'm just rejecting the idea that people all act as if I just want to learn. It's not because I'm salty, and it's yeah, not because no. I don't think that they're cheating. I think that, again, I'm cynical, but I think that the vast and maybe I'm just looking at myself in the mirror because you know most of the time. When I'm like, mm, you know, and I die and I'm like <laughs> expecting to see like the standard account name and, yeah. you know, that the name is like I cheat, you know, exclamation point one 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 underscore yeah. underscore one zero one one zero, you know, or like discord invite to yep. some cheater discord or something like that. I just expect to see that it would be the same thing. Like I've already made up my mind whether I think someone's cheating or not. Uh, yeah, so and I still
0: as somebody who is like who gives a lot of grace to the whole like, well, maybe he was here. Maybe he was here. I still get called out that shoreline clip that I sent you. I was I was fighting the urge to say that that guy was cheating. Um, where like the audio messed up and he came from a bl- he was literally full sprinted up the stairs and calmed. And we heard it sounded like it was on the other side of shoreline, the beginning of the bear calm. And then it just flipped. to It was inside of us. He killed the guy. And like he knew that there was two of us, and he immediately ran not down one floor, he ran all the way down into the basement after popping up, killing my guy. And I was like, That's sus. Like, where did this guy go? Where did he come from? And then I watched his stream, and he came into my chat, and he was like, GG's, I ditched your stuff. And I was like, watching his stream, and I was like, "Like, Imagine
1: if his name was Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, where did he come from? Where did he go? (laughs) I was like, That joke came like 18 seconds after you said, I don't know where it came from. I don't don't know know where where he went. But it was like, even, even still
0: as somebody who almost never calls cheats, I'm still coming across things where I'm like, and then it's like, it was perfectly explainable. But like we said, you know, uh, I don't want to go back down the rabbit hole, but because we said, because audio and and net code are so bad that it's, it's just a thing. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Yeah. The kill cam thing. I have no skin in that game. I honestly don't care. I just thought what he said was funny.
1: It's it's here's here's the last thing I'll say on that. It's already you're already breaking my immersion by giving me a video of me dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's no reason, there's no need to make it make sense in the world by having a camera because it's me that died (laughs) Yeah, it's like killing Killa 100 times. Like you're we're already breaking the third wall. Like we're already in video game mode. You don't have to try and fake me into you know. Oh well, we're gonna do a time machine, DNA replication, brain scanning, so that it's actually you every time. You know, just just fucking give me the clip. Why does it need to be yeah. drone footage from Peacekeeper? Yeah, I I agree. I yeah.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they talked a lot about uh the feeling of you know the early game, the mid game and the late game and you know the whole like we've heard it a million times the whole like tarkov's uh, early game needs to be extended you know you, you uh kind of present a similar opinion in the the first escape from tarkov video like you're not calling it early game because it's like you don't want it to be early game you want it to be the game like we want it to be tarkov where the fights are scrappy and you know what i mean we're not we don't want this perfectly segmented early mid game late game you know early mid wipe uh, and what was cool was that like when he was asked about extending the early wipe, basically Nikita's answer was that it was like, he didn't say it this way, but like, if I were to kind of um, summarize what he said, it was like, it's not about like, we want it to feel good all the time because like it was brought up again. And I was so glad that Nikita was able to say this. It was brought up again, you know, t- you know, don't, allow the flea market for the first two weeks of the wipe you know don't open labs for the first two weeks of the wipe you know what i mean and he was like he literally said he was like that will never work because people are coming in to play the game all the time you know what if you started the game a month late now your beginning wipe is like he was like we have to i wrote this down. he said we have to make the game as if there's no wipes and i was like okay thank you like you just want the game to feel better so I was glad that he was thinking outside of that, like, what's the early wipe and what's the mid wipe? And he was more of just like, we want it to feel good. And he talked, Market cough,
1: oh, cough. bro,
0: I was like, I dude, my, my hands were trembling on the keyboard, bro, because I was like, but I didn't want to freaking be a part of the spam. You know what I mean? Especially since it was like, I made a video it on, on it. It was my idea. Like, I just
1: make sure your partner logo next to your name, dude, in all
0: caps. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, mods mods can you shout out my video please um yeah I, I don't know it I agree but either way I was glad that I it was just good for me to hear Nikita say that specifically because I hate that stuff I hate when people are like just block labs for 30 days and the wipe would be better I just like my, I can't roll my eyes far enough back into the back of my head. Just lock the flea market for 32 days. Wait until you're level 17 and a half. Like I just It's all the same. Just add a new map. Dude and it's the all, game
1: in the game has infinite content. Yeah.
0: So I was so glad to hear Nikita say, not one of the streamers, but Nikita say like no, like that doesn't work. We have new people coming all the time. What we are trying to do at Battlestate Games is preserve and protect the experience that we want, so that at any time anybody can come in and play and get that experience. And then he immediately followed it up by talking about how hard it is that they're doing that, like the struggle of because he talked a lot about like that wipe, the very first, uh, that very first wipe that the flea market came in and like Pestily made 100 million rubles in two hours because he got to the Saluis first. He sold all the Saluis for, you know what I mean? And and Nikita talked a lot about the the frustrations that they go on, like, if they make a change for the casual players, then the whole streaming community or the Chad community just like erupt that the game is too easy. If they make a change to make the game harder then all the casual players, you know, erupt that like you're, you know, making building the game around streamers and you're making it really hard. And so... No, no like specific solutions were presented, but it what it what it did to me was like encourage me that Nikita was basically like right in the mindset that I have, which is that like they're trying to just create a fun experience and an experience that can be replicatable and be fun for anybody at any time. An experience that rewards you for playing more than other people, but at the same time doesn't make it feel like if you play more, you just Win. It was just and and he couldn't really, you know what I mean. He he was struggling to communicate it, but that was like the vibe I got. And I was like, okay, at least he's on the same page that you know I am like on that kind of stuff because it is hard. And I don't pretend to know how to balance that. You know what I mean? How because you're always going to have people just min max it. You're always going to have people trying to get to the tippy top as soon as possible. There will always be every wipe a Twitter post. You know, am I the you know, first to cap a question mark? And Everyone's like, oh, like it's just how it's going to be from now on. You know what I mean? And so them trying to figure out how to balance that out for players is definitely complicated, but I felt like his mental state around it was encouraging. If that makes sense. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So um, part of that and how you can extend that and make it feel that way is they talked. This was one of the things that was new. They talked at length about a prestige system.
1: I Uh, heard that. I I heard him say the word and that's as far as I went. And now I'm like, yeah. Oh God. I really-
0: well, I think that's cool. Like, I think that I think that that is. It all a, depend. It depends on well, what that means. Yeah. True. I think it's cool because I think it has the potential to basically do exactly that. Like, you got the guy who gets to the end, and instead of him just like, you know, having eight hundred million rubles and pub stomping everybody, he starts over. You know what I mean? And so well, what is
1: that? But 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 why? How is that any different than? Uh, ignoring whatever you get, whether it's, like, an icon or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. then why is it that people don't just... Oh, I got to level 40 now. Reset my icon. I mean, some people do, but that's, like, not the yeah. meta. So then... So I would think that what you need to do is, like, reset your level, but keep your skills and maybe keep your quest progr- Imagine if... Because if there's a billion quests and you can get to level 40 by doing a third of them or, or, or 20% of them, well, then you just reset back to level one maybe keep your trader rep wipe your stash get some sort of you're, you know you're, like you you're get jumping ahead they talked a lot of, about a lot Sorry. of this stuff no no yeah i mean like literally
0: like pestily was like pestily was literally the very first thing he said when they talked about that was he was like he was like i feel like we i feel like because nikita talked he was like let's talk about the prestige system and he was like he basically said that the stage they're in with that is they're like gathering ideas. It's not like we're going to have a prestige system and this is what it's going to look like. It was coming off the back of the conversation about how do we make the mid game and the early game feel good without ruining the experience for the casual players. And so coming out of that experience and out of that conversation, they were like the prestige system could be a way to do that. And basically what Nikita was saying is like, We've come around to that idea of being a potentially good idea, but we got to make sure it's done well. And then everybody started being like, oh, what if we did this? What if we did that? And the first thing Pesley said was like, he was like, I feel like, I feel like you, would, you have to find a good balance of what gets reset and what doesn't. And the very first thing he said was like my skills. He's like, I feel like I'd want to keep my skills because some of them, you know, obviously knowing that some might get rebalanced, you know, I'm a level 52, I'm a level 53 PMC. I have max strength and endurance. And my attention is at like seven, Right, so it's like if I'm ever gonna get that to fifty, I'm gonna need to grind it out. You know what I mean? So even if I reset, um, so he was talking about that and um, uh, and keep on. I have, I have I have ideas. Okay, well we'll go through this and then and then I'll do it because <laughs> I, I want to theorycraft about it because I'm excited about this potential idea, um, and uh, so they were yeah talking about what. Um, uh they were talking about like uh, what what would you get like what would be the incentive what would be the reward and like i truly truly like your question around like why don't people just reset their account i truly truly think that most people underestimate the power of very 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 useless cosmetics like oh, totally. people underestimate that power i think i think As long as you don't lose it, like the fucking armband. I think a star next to your name in the lobby and an armband or a top, there's one top for the bear and one top for USEC. I think that those two things alone are the difference between 1% of the Chads, you know, reset their account currently and like 94% of them prestige. I think that alone, I think people like... Nobody
1: you has like 99% Add usec 4 and now you're at yeah, 99%. Yeah, like yeah.
0: dude, nobody has ever completed the killer grind and been like that was
1: fun. I'm not going to wear the I I'm that. not going to wear the tracksuit. That was
0: that was a good time. I enjoyed that quest. Nobody but they subject themselves to that literal hell that is killing that man 100 times for a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I, I'm all like, bro you you could at level one at like the worst possible incentives, I think it would work. But what's cool is that there's actually a bunch, there's a lot of cool ideas you could do, but even at the lowest common thing, you give me a star next to my name in the lobby, and I get a shirt. As long as you as long as you like you were saying, as long as you strike the right balance of what gets reset and what doesn't, we can talk about trader reps, skills, whatever. That's it, bro. And 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 freaking have four levels man freaking that these guys would totally prestige four times you know what i mean like because especially when you think about the level requirements like to get from 62 which is the current kappa to 71 is like getting one to 62 two more times so like anybody that got kappa when it was at 71 basically prestige like three times so uh i say do it even i do multiple levels uh, because I think it's, oh my God, it would just be so good. It would just keep more, it would just infuse more people in in the game using stock AKs and this, oh my God, and this kind of stuff. Um, they talked about um, oh, uh, he talked about uh, specific melee weapons. I thought that was a great idea. The lengths people go to get a taiga the Taiga one, you know what I mean? Like
1: you, even though all you ever do is the occasional kill a hatchling with it, you never actually like use it. Never.
0: I I thought that was a great, um, like a special dog tag. That's a good idea. Symbol in front of the name. Uh, and then pestily asked when he thought he was like, he was like, what are you thinking about when you would prestige? And Nikita said, when you get Kappa and you would take it with you. So you would prestige and, and have the Kappa at level one. Um, so I thought that was just, just interesting. That's what, that's at least where his brain is on like when you can prestige. And that's, I mean, that's, that's a lot. You got to put in a lot of work to get there. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't prestige right now as somebody that plays this game as a full-time job.
1: Um, well, so, but, but start over with daily and weekly quests and everything. That's, true. And you that's very true. You'd already have prestige twice. You know, who knows? That's true. But the, the, the total XP might literally be f- like, if you play as much as you played with all of those quests at the same time, yeah, could be two or three times the XP, you know? Yeah,
0: that's true. So, that's true. No, I agree. I, I, yeah, so, but that's what he was thinking. Um, So, yeah, so we can theoretically, you said you had some ideas.
1: I, think, I literally just wrote down a whole fucking design doc. While you were talking, I just came up with the full design.
0: All right, well, let's talk about it. But I think that, like, for the stage we're at, which isn't BSG saying, here's how it's going to be, but for the stage we're at of them saying we've come around to thinking that this could be a good idea i think it's i think it's a win win man because like you don't i think it's such a win win because what well, it's 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 like a um it's like voip Vo- when it boils down no matter your opinion on voip this is where you and me end if you don't want it having it in the game affects you literally zero percent like actually zero you turn it off and it like it is actually not affecting you at all but for everybody that would like to experience it it elevates their experience in the game this is really the same thing if you have never gotten kappa if you uh would get there and would want to keep all your stuff this would never affect you because you could just continue to play the game the way you would but it would for the people that would enjoy it and actually for others this is actually farther than that because i you, you could argue it creates a better experience for the timmies having more chads running around in timmy gear you know what i mean it, it's a benefit so i was just excited that they were talking about it even though it's far away i was just excited that they were talking about it so how would we do it tell so me so
1: here's how here's my design doc if someone held a gun to my i just haven't i haven't thought about a prestige system ever until you mentioned the word earlier today, and if someone held a gun to my head and said, design the feature, this is what I would do. Okay. At some point, I don't know what the level, what the XP requirements are. It doesn't fucking matter. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a quest okay. that you can accept. Maybe it's like Collector, you know, in yeah. that like realm. But the quest is called Escape. And maybe you need to do—it's almost like you need to do the guide and then— Turn in X dollars or something yeah. at the end or whatever. So it's like you got to. The reward for that is prestige. Now what what that then does is. Functionally, you have escaped Tarkov. You bought your way out. Yeah. PMC number one is gone, done. Put them in fucking memory books. You are restarting Tarkov. As a new p a, a different pmc you know like let's mm-hmm. zoom out and then zoom back in on this other guy and maybe you have like a randomly or procedurally generated stash you're still level one but it's like it's not the same every time you might have oh. uh, a key a key bar with like a marked room key and then like 213 that and you might have chemical. like a couple of randomly modded guns you know with it, obviously you'd have to <clears> make it within reason you can't have a billion rubles and you know 27 fort armors but like some dynamic thing where it's like, oh, I've, I'm starting with an MPX with a couple of lights on it and an SKS with a PKO 6 on it or, you know, or whatever. So, um, you have different gear, different items, different stash, but it's all, you know, around the same power level as mm-hmm. a level one character. Um, But it makes sense because you're a different person that you wouldn't keep any of your items. But also I would argue that it would be cool if you could choose one yeah. Of your elite skills and take it with you. Oh. And every so so if you prestige a second time, oh. you'd start off with elite strength and endurance at level one, which again is like I contend it's a convenience thing. It's not gonna be a game. Tr- I mean, honestly, think about it this way: would you rather face a level one with elite strength and endurance with random gear or a level 60 yeah. with elite strength and endurance with yeah. elite gear? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still it's still better, right? So you pick one and and Everything else starts back at one, but you get to keep one. You're not starting at zero. Um, Maybe, you know, maybe your traders are all at zero. I'm not sure, whatever. But it would be really cool if there was, like, a leaderboard for completionism. Every time you went through, it was, like, chiseling your name in stone. Like, Joe completed the game in almost, like, a high score when you go to, like, an arcade. Joe escaped in X-Raids. With X stash value, these were his stats. And there's, like, a global leaderboard that's ranked somehow. Yeah. So it just at least gets, like, stamped in stone somewhere. And then you're, like, you know, PMC number 72. This is his legendary thing. And then you're just starting over as, because you're not the only PMC in Tarkov. It's almost like, you know how a scav run is, like, in media res. You're just starting randomly in. Yeah, yeah. This would be the same thing functionally, but a new person in the world not a scav in raid yeah 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 um
0: i really like
1: i feel like that right there is like 90 like we're at the fucking five yard line Mm -hmm. mm-hmm
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i i really think like i really think it just comes down to a few conversations about like yeah like quests um trader rep and then
1: a bunch and then a bunch of cosmetics
0: yeah yeah quests trader rep And skills, I feel like it's just it just comes down to a few conversations about like, what's the best way to handle that. But I love that. I love that. Like the quest, the escape. I love that you're a new PMC. I I personally like the concept of keeping a skill because like you said, you could you could then you could pick strength grind endurance up again and then if you prestige it the second time well now you're starting with strength and endurance and now the next time you grind if you're like at you know you know 38 search I might click search because now I'll start at 38 grind up to 50 on my my third prestige and now I get to the double search thing like
1: Dude, imagine a, a level fifty prestige where you you are have everything elite. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. That would like be...
0: that would be sick. That would be insane. Like you you would start to like. The only time I would actually yeah like focus or grind something like attention or perception or some of these other skills is if I knew that strength and endurance were were set right. And now I'm starting my character over and I'm going to try and get this skill up. Um, Obviously, obviously, obviously that would necessitate a pass on the skills because like right now, a bunch of skills have never been gotten to elite. So their elite skill might be OP. Like, of course, that necessitates that. But like, but I, but I what you're saying is that and I agree that we're kind of at the five yard line there. You know what I mean? It makes sense in lore. It makes sense in the game. You're starting with a new uh, person. I love Imagine the idea. To
1: see What's in your stash when you start? Like you might just Dude, have
0: a red key card. I love that, by the way. It's like a it's like a giant scav case. It's like a it, it, you what you're sacrificing is your account and what you get back is like you can have. Yeah, you can have like a red key card or you can have like I, I like that. I think that'd be cool to do something where it's like a random load out of gear and like one or two mega rare items. And that mega rare item might be a green key card. It could be like a marked room and a key tool. It could be something on a map you use something on a map you don't. Or maybe
1: you just get jack shit. And yeah, it's like, and you just have to it's start like a pseudo over. a pseudo-hardcore account. Yeah. But it's like, that's what you... You prestige, you're not a newbie. Exactly. You know, you so know what you're getting yourself rough. into.
0: Yeah. Uh, man, I think that... I really, really, really think that could be sick. Uh, and potentially, like... What you could even do with the quests, um, if you didn't want to do that, it'd be really interesting if when you prestiged, you... um, It... Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily personally. Now we're getting person I wouldn't necessarily want everyone to keep their trader reputation, because then in like two raids after you prestige, you're buying, you know, pretty high tier armor, pretty high
1: tier ammo. You can I think it should. I think it should reset. Build an yeah. HK.
0: But what you could do is something like one tier. Um, what you could do is something like uh, you could pres- if you prestige, you get five daily quests instead of three. So instead of doing the same quests over and over again, you have access to more quests and you're you're getting your traders up that way. And then if you prestige again, you have six or something like that. And it's like, because, and the reason why I think that's a good idea is because they literally built into the, code of the game a quest generator that like because because here's my thought process there is okay i want trader rep to reset but i don't want to have to do the quests again what if they just redid the quests and they were harder and you could do them with that well that would take a lot of work because all those quests are baked in and then i was like the daily quests. They literally put code in called the quest generator. Nobody at BSG would have to do anything. It would just flag you and serve you two additional daily quests. So now every single day you have five quests to do to grind XP and trader rep.
1: And if they built the system right, then that would should be trivial. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and so that would be a way to you don't have to do. Now, instead of like, because that would be the other thing. I wouldn't want to force people because all of the people at the top are like, well, I don't want to do the quests again. I think that's another reason they don't reset their account. So now you're not a force them to do quests. They don't like again, but you're providing an opportunity for them to grind trader rep and stuff like that and get all the cosmetics
1: and do all the things. So and and think about um, also the like. The ability to. Uh, all the guns like the. The. Um I mean, they could make, like, the, the fucking—what is that gun? The Mark— <laughs> Mark 18. Is that the big-ass Yeah, the Lapua. La Pua. Yeah,
0: the Mark 18. They
1: could make that, like, you literally can't buy it unless you've Prestiged and then gotten Peacekeeper level 4 or whatever because then it's not something you can buy or sell. You can buy it, and and it should be a reasonable price like not 300 bajillion whatever so that the quantity out there in the wild is still limited you're still only dealing with however many prestiged players are take buying them and taking them in yeah because then you get to fight them and then and then you you know you get to kill him and take his thing it's still going to be like relatively rare yeah um you know but but make it also so that like you know, it, you unlock a whole bunch of other things that you can only buy if you've Prestige. Not, it's not that you get them when you Prestige, but, like, there's, you know, maybe you can only buy one or two clothing items the first Prestige, but then, you know, three or four more clothing items get unlocked when you Prestige, and then also guns and also armor or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, that would make it... You know, that would make the playthrough different because it's like, well, you know, it's the first wipe after this big change. I've never prestiged. There's going to be nobody running the fucking Mark 18. And then all of a sudden, six months in, you're going to run into the first dude with a Mark 18 and you see he's got a gold dog tag. You're like, oh shit, holy fuck. You know, and you might see them a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, but it's way different than all of a sudden, you know, you can just buy them on the flea market. Yeah, I
0: mean, they talked about that. Axel, uh, Axel asked about that about like giving specific types of guns or something like that and Nikita wasn't sure but then it was also floated around the idea of like specific trader for pre- people that prestige and so like there's there a lot of stuff like that was floated around too yeah but uh but I think it would be I think I think it would be cool. I'm sorry. I'm just
1: nothing. Um hey guys, I just got here. What were we yeah. talking about? <laughs> I, wait, have you guys talked about kill cams? <laughs> dude, you know what? I, love Honestly, that I didn't have to say, I didn't have to say anything, bro. Dude, oh my you know god. You know how you know how annoying it would be? You know how they can't add kill cams into the game because then you would just tell your buddies where you died from and that'd be bullshit.
0: Dude, I'm dying right now because it took everything in me not to like say something super snarky, and I was just gonna move on. I didn't. I did. I didn't have to say anything to.
1: Okay. uh... Oh my
0: god. Okay. Um. So yeah, I I I think the prestige system has a lot of legs. It has a lot of potential. So once again,
1: it's a, it's a fucking big ass arachnid. It's got lots of legs. Lots of legs. It has
0: the potential to be everything that you and me want, which is like not a lot of development time, but the potential for a lot of reward for that time spent.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> dude, people in chat like literally heard my comment and were like, "Oh yeah, true, man. That's a good, that's good, <laughs> dude, a good point." Oh makes, my god! I can't even. I
0: can't even joke no.
1: sarcastically about shit anymore, dude.
0: It's i'm i'm in physical pain like we we have to move on because i'm gonna i'm gonna freak out
1: Um, all the all the people that are listening to the audio version of this i just i'll say two words and that is twitch
0: chat yeah um, yeah, oh yeah, I'm sorry for the audio people that don't know what's going on. Yeah, just
1: I've only got I've only got one thing out. that I want to that I wanted to like tease. Um I actually I don't know how much more of the podcast stuff you have. Okay. Uh so I guess I'll I'll let you continue.
0: Uh I mean, we can just like rip through it cuz we're yeah, we're at an hour 45 and we could well, I'm sure we can talk about this either next week, but we can just like rip through the rest of the stuff. Uh Nikita was asked about if they're still planning on um servers with characters that wipe and servers with characters that don't. And he basically said, yes, he was like, we still want to make this game not require wipes. We want it to be a fun experience that it can, you can pick up at any time and play. And you know, you and me have talked about how like VoIP and connecting the maps put the game into a player driven experience. And then I think that they're basically there. Like I think Tarkov can be what he wants, but then he also said that they, he really likes the idea of, of seasons of, of, and he actually said set time frames where the game would wipe and being able like to
1: two years or a year or something like, I don't you know. know.
0: But well, it's going to be separate servers? So it depends on what they change and how what you start with and all that stuff. But like, yeah. but once again, I think that's good. I think if they if they nail that, it's a win win because you can kind of engage with the, the game, whichever way you want. Um, he recognizes that there's different types of players, people that suck all the content dry and people that don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah, People that suck.
0: And people that suck people that suck on the content dry and people that just want to play and he actually talked a lot about how like the feedback from those groups of people are very different and he was saying that like the the casuals provide he was saying on average the casuals provide so much more feedback he was the basically the example he gave was like when i see something on twitter that's like yo like therapist gave me this quest to kill you know 30 pmc's on labs like dude no way that's crazy like i'm not i'm not good enough to do that he was like, that to me is gets the same point across as some gigachad posting on Twitter, just molding about how BSG sucks. They've never tested anything ever. How could this slip past them? Blah, blah, blah He was like, it's the same thing. He's like when the casual just goes, oh, my God, there's no way I'm not good enough to do this. He goes, that might be a little too hard then. You know what I mean? And he was just saying that he was noting how different the feedback comes across. He was like, there's people that just like suck the content dry and just are never satisfied and want more. And there are people who are just like excited to be in the game and they provide feedback very differently. And I was like, I find that really interesting. Um, He mentioned that a bunch of BSG employees are like being attempted to get sniped by other development (laughs) teams and stuff like that, which is kind of no surprise to be honest with you.
1: Dude, I, get, I, st- I still get five serious email offers a day for, for development jobs.
0: Really? I believe it, dude.
1: I believe if the it. the email starts with, hello, Michael, I know it's a developer <laughs> looking to. It's either, hey, Veritas, and I know it's a content creator. I know exactly which email it went to. Yeah, personal Gmail or my?
0: Super funny. Uh, they talked about the potential ability to re-roll one of your daily quests every day. Like you could, you look through your three, pick one, and say like, "That screw is that.
1: really." If you if you're just not gonna do it, like yep. I'm not even gonna attempt it. That I like that a lot. Me too.
0: And n- a nice guy brought it up as like uh like that would be cool. And Nikita said, "Plant." Like we're already working on it. And I was like,
1: "Yes, yes." Um, you're like, who'd you got for me, Pratt? Or you got that? And like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. You got anything else? Yeah, yeah, to
0: Try it again. Um, he said. You and me have talked about this before, and it's funny because as soon as he said this, the chat like erupted and like that's a fat cap. There's no way, and that made me sad. But he was like, he was like, a very small percentage of like the Giga chads are streamers. You know what I mean? Well, we've talked about it before. Like the best Escape from Tarkov player isn't streaming. He's just no lifeing it in his basement. You know what I mean? And he was saying that in reference to people saying that like they cater to like streamers specifically and stuff like that. And he was like. He was like, you know what I mean? When we pull up the thing of, like, the top 100 people that have 900 million rubles, he's like, not many of them are streamers. <laughs>
1: so I no, I I don't disagree. Yeah. If I had... Here's the thing. How the fuck does he know? Go into the Tarkov category and scroll down. Yeah. There's 9 billion people. What he means to say is they're not the 11 big names that I know off the top of yes, my head.
0: Yes, but that's also what the... The rears mean to say too. like when the when the people that are reing that they're saying they're they're catering the game to streamers, they're not referring to Joe with one and a half viewers, they're referring to landmark and pestle, right? So that cuts both ways. Like the people that complain, they're catering the games to streamers. It's like they don't think that John with three viewers has a direct line Nikita and that he's catering the game to, to that person. John
1: with one viewer. And I'm, I'm saying this from their mouth, not mine. You know, this is. Yeah. John with one viewer is not a streamer. But but that, if you're on that's, a podcast you are a streamer, so what they what people are complaining. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, though that's the influential content creators are too influential. Yes,
0: but that's what I'm saying is that he he's saying that, yeah, we're we said yeah we said the same thing just.
1: I now I now understand mm-hmm. what you mean. That- that's what Nikita's saying. He's
0: saying that of the hundred people that have the highest survival rate and the most money. They're not by, I mean, by definition, because exactly. there's not a hundred big name streamers exactly, which is why it's all the more insane that chat blew up and said, Fat cap, there's no way that the logic is this funny thing, isn't it?
1: Wait, 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 wait. but it almost sounds like there's two different things. He didn't that use the word a hundred,
0: he was just saying that he was just, but it's not,
1: no, no, I get that, but that it's not a more. stats thing though, like people complain because they see you know insert streamer here say here's a dumb idea and Nikita goes oh content creator great I'm gonna do that I don't think it has to do with giga Chans I don't think it has yeah. to do with stats I don't think it has to do with skill it's just exactly the the people who are the most influential are too influential
0: yeah but but that's the thing all of that gets is when we're talking about twitch chat. there here all of that gets just confuddled into like when people are mad that they feel like the game is easier for chads than it is for casuals a lot of time that gets clumped in with like oh you're just catering to streamers because all the streamers are chads and the streamers are the only chads and there's no one that doesn't stream this it, like it just it gets what they mean is you're
1: catering to landmark and yeah. uh and clean and deadly slob and yeah pestily
0: so it's and all four of those people have radically different playstyles, which is hilarious you know what yeah. i mean so Anyways, um, bah, bah, bah. Uh, he was asked about unconscious states. He said that that is very much the animation team. The animation team just basically exited working on the giant patch that is all of the uh, new weapon animations and will move to like uh, fixing those animations and stuff like that um, and then potentially move back to the advanced animations suite, which is like unconscious, body dragging, and stuff like that. He said that the networking... He said that they have a lot of cool ideas for that. They want to be able to do much more granular blind fire and all sorts of different stuff, which is awesome. But he was saying that like a lot of the stuff that freaks him out about the advanced animations is networking and like synchronizing. Like right now, if I kill you, it doesn't matter if your body falls to the left on my screen and falls to the right on my teammates screen. But if I need to have the ability to drag your body around, that needs to be much more synced up. Right. Right. Um, and so he was saying that like games like GTA five have done that really, really well, but, um, uh, but it's, um, but he has no idea how they did that. You know what I mean? And so he was like, we just have to figure it out. Um, He went on this rant about how there will never be microtransactions in Escape from Tarkov. He said never. He was saying even cosmetics. Like, the the streamers were like, yeah, but, like, you know, cosmetic microtransactions might actually be kind of cool. And he was like, never! Like, he was like, no microtransactions ever. No cosmetics. No nothing. You have to earn it. You have to earn your thing. You have to achieve these things. And, like, he was just, like, coming down so hard. It was so funny. Um, which is fine i respect the hell out of that um he was saying that scav karma really really informed a lot of how pmc karma should be so basically where pmc karma is is they've like scrapped what their original idea for pmc karma is it's on the back burner and they'll return to it with like fresh eyes now that they've learned so much from
1: that uh, that is music to my yes, fucking ears I agree. <laughs> normally it's normal it's we learned a bunch of shit and we're not going to change what we planned that was all based on this thing we've already done. That's shit. And we're just going to go ahead and do it blindly anyway. Yes. I mean, aim it. Yes. kudos to them.
0: I agree. I completely agree. So because, uh, man, when and this isn't the first time it's happened, anytime, uh, anytime PMC is brought up the chat erupts and like, no, God, no, please, God, no, never. That's the worst idea ever, Um, which I think is funny. But it, yeah, they were they were like we're gonna go back to the drawing board on that one and i was like that's probably a good thing um talked about the customizable rigs and plates and stuff like that that's still coming we don't have a a date for that other factions uh the other factions like the un forces and the russian gru and stuff like that are kind of on the back burner until we get streets and that even then will most likely or he would talked about a specific faction that'll only be on shoreline like a very specific faction of people that will only be on shoreline um, I don't know, I don't forget what it was. Um, four bosses on Lighthouse, bunch of bosses on streets. Uh oh. I I DM'd, I think he already had it written down, but I DM'd uh, nice guy. I know like you and me DM'd a little bit about this, but I DM'd nice guy during the podcast. I said, I'll kiss you on the mouth if you ask him about Steam Audio. <laughs> and he was like, I have it on the list, but he's like, I'll make sure. So he asked about Steam Audio, and he said that um that Unity. Basically, Unity was what was holding them back. Unity and the fact that Steam Audio is very CPU intensive is what was holding them back. Once they get on Unity 2019 and get their footing there, they're going to be looking into the next modules for Steam Audio. But 12.12 will bring with it a a general audio pass, and they're attempting to make some of the just audio things that that we all experience less egregious just by fixing them. And then we will work towards the next modules of Steam Audio, Yep. which please, God, please, please, God, it has been the bane of my existence recently. Oh, my God. Um, And then they talked a little bit about like better grouping between friends, which I think is dope. Like you could enter a group and you'll just like always be auto grouped if you're in the lobby together or something like that. Like you can just like group up for the night and stuff like that, which I think is kind of cool. So that was it. Um <clears throat> that was almost everything. I'm sure that we might dive into some more stuff next week, or I'll watch like Pestily and Nice Guys like summary and maybe pick out some more things. Um it's a lot of exciting stuff. I think that the things that I took away from it was um like the prestige system was really cool because I think that could be potentially really good for the game. Other than that, that was when I walked away from this podcast and then kind of had this like existential like realization where it's like, okay. The days of like the Nikki leaks and the crazy podcasts are most likely over. This is all stuff we had either heard about and are just getting a tiny bit more information on or all stuff we already knew. Um, Mm -hmm. And I walked away from it like the podcast was top to bottom really good. I think I had improper expectations of what it could be. And then the other thing that I walked away from was thinking again, this this thing that you have said. That now replays in my brain and I've regurgitated this back to you a million times these in the past few weeks on the podcast that at the end of the day the most important thing in an online semi-competitive video game is for you to be able to trust what you hear and trust what you see and until you can do that we will always be less than satisfied with this game and I've been feeling that man this week was a weird thing. Like, the last few weeks, we were both expressing our kind of discontent with Tarkov. This past week, this past seven days, I don't know what's been going on, Veritas. I've been having so much fun playing Tarkov. But right as I, like, reach the peak of, like, Nirvana just having fun playing video games, there's always a raid that just punches me back down. Insane lag, like, egregious audio bugs. It is is capped. Like, the ceiling of Tarkov is below, like, peak fun video game enjoyment for me. And and I get close almost every night. I have some sick raids, bro, like just some good encounters. And it always punches me back down. And, and I, I think about that every day that it's just like fundamentally until you can trust what you hear and trust what you see in an online competitive game, you're just not going to be so, like, a part of me left with that, too. It's like, man, I wish I was on there just to ask him that. Like, what's the status of the neck going? What's the status of the audio? Like, I mean, we got audio stuff, but I don't know, man. It just, it's been, it's been, it's just, been, it's been making me so sad recently because I've been having such, so much fun and such good raids, and then you just get, like, one or two in a row, and you're like, I, like, how are we still dealing with this? You know what I mean? I don't know.
1: Yep. I, I got nothing to add. Well, yeah. Well. I <laughs>
0: i don't know but it's but the future is bright, man i mean it looks like 12 12 12 is going to be a big patch it looks like we're going to get it um this year and there's only like six more seven more weeks in this year which is mm-hmm. stressful um so yeah i don't know was there something else you said that you wanted to touch on real quick
1: uh yeah and it's only the most progress thing on planet Earth. Oh hell yeah! I'm finally, I'm finally deciding I want to mention. After so very long, because it's sort of reached a critical mass, and at this point i I feel like it's worth uh, I feel like it's worth bringing up.
0: But I have no idea what you're gonna say.
1: You might. Uh, so now this is something <laughs> that. I have essentially been I'd say for maybe about a year pretty much unable to talk about uh which for reasons that'll make sense once I get into it I'm like totally fucking like l- this this lead up here yeah. is fucking insane sorry um but again it'll make sense it's gotten to the point where being secretive about it is no longer beneficial, I think. It actually doesn't matter. And I want to take the opportunity to get the community to be to be a little bit pogged, I guess, about Mm -hmm. something that they haven't been able to be. So anyway, for the last year, I have been working with let's just say a network An underground network of folks who are just like a tick dug into the cheating community. Um, And over, I'd say over the last year, on a daily basis, I've been getting inside information and literally like links to directly to all sorts of interesting programs that I have been able to pass on to certain parties that have vested interests in this stuff. Um, I, I'll go so far as to say that. But but basically, I haven't been able to talk about it because if you have, like, a mole, yeah, you can't say you have a mole, right? But it's gotten to the point where, like, there's enough people that are – trusted enough in those communities i don't i'm not even worried um i'm not even worried at this point i just want the community to know how much shit goes on behind the scenes oh my and God. how often how often stuff comes out information gets passed on stuff happens like this and then a week of scrambling for all these fucking creatures to they got to fix this and got to redo this and oh god oh i got banned and oh no god i spent all this money in my eod account oh god uh it's i just want you guys to know how much is being done for i mean now granted i'm not going to change any of the minds of all the people that yeah you know have the conspiracy theory about like nikita loves it because they're spending money this is mostly just for all the other people that know how hard they're trying yeah. to know how many wins there are behind the scenes. It's the only thing that in my opinion that can make me ever feel good Yeah, is because all the cheats and all the shit, it feels like shit, right? And it's yeah. super frustrating and you feel like it's, it's never ending. The only thing that makes me feel good is knowing that all these fucking douchebags that are spending tons yep. of money on cheats are they're losing sleep at night over all the bullshit they have to go through when they spend the money on something that's unbreakable and then a day after the update comes out they're banned yeah and you see that the cheat developers and all of those communities are scrambling just like we envision battle state is every time a new cheat mm. comes out they're like oh god, we're gonna fix everything it's like oh shit we're all banned you know oh god oh there goes yeah. my hundred dollar account or whatever so just know that there are lots of legends all over the place, with all sorts of access and information. Yes, that are doing that are doing the Lord's work. An
0: inside man, or men, or several, but they are legends. I'm not. I'm you not going to assume funny, gender. Man? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then inside human.
1: Let's yeah. so let's just say uh, uh, love to all of the people that literally never get any credit and they don't want credit. Some people (laughs) even will buy, will spend their money to buy something to then instantly hand it over. Oh, shoot. Wow. They get nothing out of it. Nothing out of it. But they'll go drop $30 on the fucking EXE. So just know that there are people out there doing that kind of stuff. and uh, That is actually nutty. So just... This is, this is love to all of those folks and to everybody at Battlestate and everybody at BattleEye. Anybody that says they're not doing anything or that they don't care, you can go fuck yourself.
0: Yep. You know what's interesting? You know what's so interesting is that, like, what's the conspiracy theory thread that Battlestate Games loves the cheaters because they fund the game? And when Nikita says that we actually hate the cheaters, they say... Well, of course that's what you'd say. You wouldn't want us to know that. What I find super funny is that like, that's what the conspiracy theory is but nobody believes that the reverse could be possible. Because like, you hear all these, like, I interviewed a hacker and the hackers say that BSG could be doing so much more. And you never walk the line backwards where it's like, Battlestate's actually doing everything they can and Light's doing a pretty good job and the hackers are the ones shaking in their boots, but they want, in order to drive sales, they want to perpetuate this myth that BSG could be doing so much more
1: and it's just they're not cheating they're not banning anybody they're not banning by my cheats they're not exactly banning anybody. They don't, it's, it's so marketing. funny that whenever
0: Nikita says whenever Nikita says no we hate the cheats everyone goes well of course you'd say that but when the cheaters go like oh there's so much more they could be doing it's so safe by my cheats nobody goes well of course you'd say that you know what I mean like it's it's mind
1: blowing to me that like you know how many screenshots so set I might have? I mean, obviously, obviously, you know, there's been good reasons why I haven't been able to talk about the stuff for of a course, long time. Yeah. Um, and why I can't share pretty much any of the information I have. I mean, this is sort of just one of those things. Like, I guess you'll just have to take my word for it again. I'm not taking credit for any of this shit. I'm doing nothing other than just a, you know, I have, I'm a middleman. Yeah. Um, you know, that people come to because they trust and, you know, it seems as if Nikita trusts me, but, um, shit, what was I going to say? I forget now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, what was my point going to be? Come on, finish my, we
0: were talking about how nobody believes that Nikita, you know what I mean? Like nobody believes the reverse. Oh, of right, right Okay. So
1: I don't know if I've ever sent them to you. Cause every now and then I'll take one and I'll send it to, you know, somebody that, you know, I yeah. have a friend or I trust or whatever, because you don't have to worry about that. You know, to some extent, but like, I the number of screenshots I have, where it's just a full panic session from like seven or eight oh, people in a, in a in a cheater chat, whether it's a forum or Discord or whatever, being like, you know, th- literally a day after, there's a big update to the game, big update to cheat, transfer of information, everybody's oh, I'm banned! I'm banned! Are you banned? Oh god! And then all of a sudden, the, the the green light saying "download" it's undetected. All of a sudden, turns orange, and it's like d- uh, d- "run at your own risk." Do not buy or install this software. I mean, you can you can buy it and you can run it if you'd like, but just if you can it, yeah. It's not oh our my fault, God. You know, I would and and just and just know that it's like you are safe. It's undetected so far, which might as well mean <laughs> yeah. It's c- like saying your house hasn't burned down yet. So it's yeah. so you should buy it; it'll never burn down. Yeah. What What's the speed limit? Oh, go eighty five.
0: There's no reason for me to believe it's not eighty five. Like you know what I mean? It's like, what? That doesn't help me. Like
1: I haven't been pulled over yet.
0: I haven't pulled over yet. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, I would pay. I would. I would pay money to just like read those as bedtime stories. The cheaters just freaking out, spending that money, thinking that they this, are safe.
1: I'll be like ten years from now when like the Tarkov servers have you know, like, collected dust and they've shut off and mm-hmm. we're all, like, in the drift playing the VR headset <laughs> into your neural fucking pathway, you know, whatever. Yeah. that's when I'll share all of the stuff because the, the hard part and the reason why I haven't been able to talk about it, and the reason why I can't share it is because it would actively go against if I was like, here's a screenshot, then people would know, like, oh, I said that. Yeah. That means there's someone in our Discord. Yeah. You know, that, that, that means it has to be fuck them. Yep. You know, so it's unfortunate. All I can say is that I am so fucking happy when I see this stuff and it's out there and it's every literally every day, every day. I am sending stuff back and forth from loads of people everywhere. I just want you guys to all just smile.
0: Yep. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That's so sick. That's so sick. Smiles in the chat, boys. (laughs) Oh, that's dope. Man. I hope they all stub their toe really
1: hard. I hope their fucking parents and their grandparents get audited by the IRS. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Get. Is that too far? I don't think so.
0: No, man. Because it's just inconvenient, right? Because it's like either you're evading you're taxes and you're going to go to jail which you should or it's just like you know it's inconvenient you know um <laughs> all right uh, yeah i mean i think i mean i think that's just about everything uh podcast was awesome obviously a huge shout out to nikita for taking his time to do that huge shout out to like pestily axel and nice guy it was a great podcast they asked great questions it was good information And uh, I think, you know, where we are is we're just here as as per usual, just kind of like waiting, waiting on the patch. It's going to be I mean, they didn't give us any date, so I don't know. There's it's like looking back for the past three years, there's been a day uh, patch on Christmas or Christmas Eve for the past three years. So, you know, I feel like we can have some sort of guesstimation there. Um,
1: You heard it here first. Yes, he said 100%. Yep, yeah,
0: Christmas, Christmas wipe. They're going to double wipe. They're going to wipe. They're going to let servers be up for two hours and they're going to wipe again just to mess with you. I hope. Um, but yeah, we got some cool stuff. We got some cool stuff coming. Do we want to tease like next week or no?
1: Yeah. No, uh, no because no? it might not okay. be a thing. Okay. There's other stuff going on with other games. Oh, yeah, that makes sense uh with yeah so maybe not okay we'll see
0: okay well we got some cool stuff coming potentially later on um maybe maybe. (laughs) get
1: excited for something that might happen later that we're not going to tell you anything about (laughs) um
0: (laughs) but yeah thank you guys so much for hanging thanks for being here thanks for being a part of the the community it's fun it's good stuff we got some cool cool information and uh yeah, well, uh, this will be like normal to be live or early next week. Uh, you know, we delayed it a little bit so we could talk about the stuff that went on today. And uh, we will definitely catch you all in the next one. Peace.